three, two, one. All right. We're live, man. How you doing, bud? Doing well. Doing well. Just enjoying the uh, really chilly Austin winter. I think it got down to like 75 degrees today. <laughs> nice, so. man. It, I woke up to a nice 32, 33 here Ooh. in North Carolina. I remember those temperatures. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, uh -huh. I'm glad. Uh, actually, my wife and I just came back from the mountains, so that was nice. Hmm. Um, Were you exiled or vacationing? Um, I thought that I was exiled, but then my <laughs> wife reminded us that we were just on vacation. Oh, that's like, nice. Great. So I can't brood <laughs> over this mountainside that I, you know, mm. that we found while we were hiking. I can't mm -hmm. just brood and stare into the lake. Well, I mean, I feel bad for you, but at the same time, that's probably, uh, vacationing is probably better in the long run. Yeah. I would rather have been exiled because I, you know, held a secret of some, I don't mm. know, dragon rider targaryen bastard child i don't know yeah, yeah. i don't know but maybe that maybe <laughs> that story has been said already i i you know can't really say but anyway i'm sorry i'm say. banging my coffee cup everywhere apologies no, you're fine you're fine I've... i'm drinking some actually i probably shouldn't be drinking this much this much espresso but it's in my Is that cup full of espresso yes <laughs> So for the folks, um, it's like, um, it's actually from one of my favorite restaurants. It's called Waldhorn restaurants, a German restaurant. Nice, and nice. when you become a beer club member, it's like a $25 like thing for life. Mm -hmm. And they give you this mug. I don't Hell use yeah. it for beer because I have my leader Stein mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. you know, appropriate for that, but I use this for coffee. And because I'm a proud Cuban man, I filled this up with espresso, even though I had just drank espresso at my dad, my mom and dad's. So I'm going to be wired as yeah. hell. I will try desperately to keep up, but I've only had one cup of coffee so far today. You're fine, man. I, I, if I start seeing sounds, mm -hmm. just, you know, just, just tell the audience that mm -hmm. I love them. I might just let you keep going and then I'll go make some coffee and then I'll come back. Hey, there you go, man. <laughs> there you go. But it's good to have you back, man. I, yeah, I really too. appreciate yeah. you coming back. We were talking a little bit about playing online D and D, especially during mm -hmm. these COVID times. And, you know, hopefully we can start playing in person again, obviously, you know, at your own risk, mm -hmm. be responsible people. But we were talking about how like, folks right now during this 2020 year how to even set up what does that look like to set up an online game and how mm. does that even start and i thought to myself like what would be the difference you'd still have a session zero right if, at mm. least in my head i'm thinking you would still have your session zero you would still kind of set things up the same way but what do you think about that what do you think setting up D D? um whether it's online or in person looks mm -hmm. like right now. Well, I mean, yeah, we, you can still have a traditional zero session. I think online D and D right now is actually going to make zero sessions better mm -hmm. because people can, you can kind of extend the zero session over like a couple of weeks before people can type out the ideas in discord or whatever, and mm -hmm. you can start feeding them to your DM. Whereas in the normal times we just have like a group text message. And usually that just like, nothing seems as permanent there. It gets pushed off the feed pretty quick. Yeah. But um, one zero session technique, I, 
I think I've only been able to use it once, but it worked well and I've thought, thought a lot about it is whenever each person is making their characters, you also have them make one town and like one, uh, like some faction, whether it's a group of like city guards or like a gang or like a, a, like a trade union, something like that. They create a faction. From the city that they created or just, um, it could no, be just random. in general. And really, like you wouldn't, if you made a city, you wouldn't necessarily tie it to a country. So these, so the players don't need to know like the lore and the continents. And that way, like whenever you start the game, like they know there's that butcher's union somewhere. Mm-hmm. And whenever it comes up, they are already like intrinsically tied to it. Okay. But it's up to the DM to like place those things where they want and kind of like tie them together in interesting ways. What do you, what do you find beneficial when a player does that? Um, two things one it's you get that shock moment and like instant buy him like oh shit that's the that's the union i created or mm-hmm. or the the cult or the gang um but also two i think it really one of the main benefits for me at least at this point theoretical benefits is that when the players have created like 12 different things around mm-hmm. the world whenever they interact with one of them you as the dm has have less to explain okay. and that player already kind of knows about it a little bit and so you're not having to explain, you're not having to uh, lecture everybody on everything all the time. Makes sense. Like you, start, you can start describing the city and then one of the players is like, oh, I know this town. At they least could even well write it into riffing. their backstory. Oh, absolutely. That could even, that could even help them kind of add all that in together to say, okay, mm-hmm. this city or this town or village mm-hmm. is actually where I come from. And, yeah. you know, let's say this, like you said, this, butcher's union Mm -hmm. basically was there's some that detail in my life as a player as a character rather Mm -hmm. is tied in somehow but dm you figure it out Mm -hmm. you surprise me yep and then whenever you're interacting with like that city or that group that player like gets extra bonus like uh improbabilities so whenever like Mm. whenever they go to that city that you would kind of come up with if the player's like, I'm looking for an Arcana store, it's not just the DM who, who's like discretion. The player can be like, oh, I know an Arcana store down the street. Yep, grew up here, so I know exactly yep. where we're going. Exactly. Or there can even be a disadvantage. Maybe you're the, Ooh. maybe you were a troublemaker and no uh-huh. one liked you, and that's why you're not in that town anymore. Yeah, you were, you were running an, a rogue underground butcher shop that wasn't part of the union and got chased out. That's right, it wasn't sanctioned. Yep. Yep. You you were selling some shady meats. <laughs> exactly. Just, just saying. Mm-hmm. Abyssal but, uh, chicken. Anyone? Right. Yeah. Maybe. It just you 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 skim some of the good fillet of mignon off the top. All the, all the your your uh your 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 meat weights were like rigged. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You were just you you were overcharging, and then the townspeople became really upset yep. for their overcharged meat. <laughs> Shame um, for shame. You, you cut all the ground pork with like gravel from outside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I, I, I can really see, in a, you know, you mentioned earlier where it's going to be easier because of this age of technology that now we have things like Zoom, we have mm-hmm. Skype, and we've always had Discord. And mm-hmm. I think Discord's being used even more because we, that's really what we have to communicate. Yeah, for sure. And, and I can honestly see role play being had on discord Mm -hmm. and that is going to change a lot versus your traditional 
Okay, you go to a store, you go to someone's mm-hmm. house, you play D&D, you, you role play then. And mm-hmm. then when you leave, you're done. You, you mm-hmm. pretty much don't role play or play your character or do whatever. Yeah. But now with Discord, you have the ability to role play pretty much 24-7. Yeah. We, we'd kind of mentioned earlier, like the old mud-based games, like mm-hmm. the text MMR, MMOs. But there were also, and I never participated, but I remember seeing them, the forum-based uh, yep. RPGs, yep. Where, and that's kind of what it seems like. It's um, I don't know, nodding to a little bit. Yeah, we're almost um, reverting back mm-hmm. to that because at the end of the day, it worked. Yeah, and it was you know that was a necessity because back then that's what you had. Discord wasn't mm-hmm. created. Discord wasn't really even present. Mm-hmm. And forums. I mean, I remember for certain games tabletop and video i did mm-hmm. a lot from a forum based that's how we communicated yeah. with people mm-hmm. um i never played sims i i just i kind of missed that train Same. but i knew there was a lot of rp mm-hmm. you know forum based rp for sims yeah um and i think it wasn't until world of warcraft where you started to role play within you know discord and chat and all these other things and, and mm-hmm. there's probably there was probably a lot of forum-based RP before Discord for oh, World yeah. of Warcraft, but I think oh, yeah. they, when they married together, mm-hmm. it changed the game completely. Yeah. I like this. Um, I can also see with Discord, and I'm not, I, I've only started using Discord this summer, and I know it's super powerful with like the bots you can bring in and stuff like that, but I haven't yeah. really explored it too much. But it would be really cool in the context of this Zero Session if you could create basically a wiki page, like a wiki for whatever world you have. Yep. And then like um, for your players, you could say, all right, well, here's the six entities you've created or three. Uh, So you have admin abilities there too. And so then it's not just people role-playing in text. They can also add to the wiki pages whenever they think of something. Yeah, no, that's genius. That's, that's phenomenal. What I've done, I know with my discord because, (laughs) and we were talking about this, I have, after long thought, I'm going to start running online games. Mm-hmm. And something that Ray from Got GotDM, um, mm-hmm. he's been a, a, a guest on the show many a time. Mm-hmm. And he does this very similarly and actually kind of learned how to better my style from mm-hmm. him. That he runs a lot on Discord. Mm-hmm. And his games are extremely involved where you have players, you know, he's got about... 30, 40 players mm-hmm. in one game because that they've just built that connection in that. That's not um, a game. That's a whole server. Yeah. That's yeah. At that point, no. it's a whole server. I'm like, all right, dude, <laughs> like, but he has admins kind of like what you said, who mm-hmm. are, you know, shopkeepers or this mm-hmm. or that, and they run certain things. Oh, that's and so I, good. Cause they're basic. They could basically be like rules DMs. Like they're not necessarily yeah. carrying the story, but if a player's like, Hey, I want to jump off this building. Then, like the shopkeeper or whatever admin is logged on at the time, they're like, "Cool, like give me an acrobatics check." Yeah, or even then, it's it might not be a check. It might be, mm-hmm. "Hey, we're role playing right now. You want to do this? Yeah, we're gonna talk you down. We're mm-hmm. gonna do this. There, it, yeah. There's no, there's not even a role because you're talking. That NPC is actually a player." Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. instead of a bot like that you would see in world of warcraft mm-hmm. it's actually someone you're talking to mm-hmm. and that person that you're receiving a quest from is actually a player and i i like that concept and it's something that 
you know, I personally feel that it works, Mm -hmm. but obviously like every DM is going to give their own flair. And I think it would be perfect. And especially in this age of technology for a session zero, Mm -hmm. this quarter, whatever you do is going to be, you're still actually going to have a lot of benefits to that. My Mm -hmm. question is how would you even start? Like for those folks out there who are completely new to playing online, because let's be honest, 2020 is not over. This is, this is a huge transition. Mm-hmm. This was a huge transition from, you know, playing online or playing in person, mm-hmm. maybe a weekly basis mm-hmm. and you're playing, you're playing. And I'm not, and you know, I'm not discriminating against anyone, but if you've only played in person and you transition to online only, or maybe a, a hybrid, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're, maybe you have folks that, um, you play with that, you know, that they're fine mm-hmm. and you know, they haven't been exposed. So, okay, you're good. And, and mm-hmm. whatever, it, you know, that's um, personal responsibility. Yeah. But now you have to go online. How do you transition to that? What mm-hmm. would you say would be your, you know, top kind of go-to on how to transition? Um, I, I know it's a, it's, it's a loaded question, man. Right. This is still, I feel like this is all still new to us. It's definitely new to me because I had only played in person and I've been playing online since April. But my advice would be getting back to the basics, like pay attention to what you, like it's a game, so it should be fun. So pay attention to what aspects of your online gaming is fun and what aspects are not. Mm -hmm. And just see and then think like, later on those see how you can kind of emphasize the fun and kind of dodge the clunky less fun stuff and so like our the campaigns i've been in have gotten more role play heavy and like whereas when we were in person it was like we were just like itching for combat like always they would like kick in the door of the dungeon and just like run through all the traps and just start like we'd all like dogpile the bad guy just start punching him yep yep but uh but now like we 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 we've transitioned to be a lot more role play, like inner party role play and just like chit chatting with NPCs and stuff mm-hmm. uh, because that's more fun online because it's more active and the, yeah. the connections. And so, but that might just be my groups. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I would, I mean, my initial suggestion would just be pay attention to what you're enjoying and what you're not. I hear that. And, and I think this is going to fall heavy on the game master. Yeah. As the game master, you are supposed to lead your party and really be, and when I mean by lead, I mean lead by example. You should be the one to kind of start and, you know, no pun intended to, but take the initiative, you know, take the initiative to say, okay, folks, who's going to play, right? Get, get that Mm -hmm. number this. And this is what I would, if, if I was telling myself, Mm -hmm. um, get the amount of, you know, confirm the amount of players who are going to play. Set that schedule, set mm-hmm. that date, because again, now it's online. There's no excuse. You right. can play from your home, yeah. and you can also have multiple session zeros. Okay, mm-hmm. so let me repeat that: you can have multiple session zeros. There is nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. because at until un, until you solidify everything, you have a session zero. Session zero can just be everyone talking and saying, "Hey." what type of game do I want to play? Yeah. Oh, I want to play a high fantasy or a low fantasy or mid fantasy. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I want to play a quasi evil campaign. Like we're just a bunch of, mer- uh, you know, mercenaries and we mm-hmm. want to, or we're pirates or we're this, or we want to play the heroes. Okay. So that first session zero can be just you talking about what you want to play mm-hmm. instead of actually meeting in person. You can actually have three session zeros in the same week where you talk about the game, you talk about the rules, mm-hmm. right? What do you want to do? What, what's your fade to black and what's your just, nope, we don't even do this. Right. And you can um, even have them like, like you just said, three of them up front, but you can even do like a session zero every like three or four sessions. Yep. Absolutely. Just keep doing them as you go on. Yep. And you can have them as long as you want and you mm-hmm. can pretty much say, okay, this is what it's going to, but you as the game master have to really take the initiative. Right. At least in my opinion, I think you have to take the initiative and say, okay, we're going to have group, you know, group session zeros, but now I'm going to meet with you as individuals and get to know your character. And so mm-hmm. we're going to get to know, actually I had a session zero uh, yesterday with one of my characters or one of the players rather that is going to be playing a dwarf in my mm-hmm. world. And the dwarves in my world are very traditional militaristic mm-hmm. in the regards of they have a king that mm-hmm. king leads them in war. They follow that king and kind of traditional dwarf, like your last name reflects who you are. Mm-hmm. So we're go- we were talking about that and we, we had a great session zero, but we're going to have another session zero to kind of role play. How did that character mm-hmm. get from, you know, adventure or, you know, what led them to be an adventurer, so to mm-hmm. speak. So there's another one, but I believe that I need to be that person to say, hey, when's a good time for you? Let's yeah. meet up, talk, and go from there. Yeah. And then organize it kind of like you were saying via Discord, you know, mm-hmm. right? If you have a wiki, if you could have like a wiki setting or whatever, yeah. have it there on your Discord, organize it. But you have to kind of take the initiative as a game master, unless you have awesome players that kind of want to volunteer their time to do that mm-hmm. as well. That's yeah. great. But the game master still has to make that initiative. So I think that the first thing that folks need to know is your game master has to make the initiative if they want it to be, because again, no excuse, right? There's no excuse for not showing up. And this is for players and game masters. Mm -hmm. There's no excuse. I mean, obviously there's like family stuff and like personal things, but you can meet online. Like there, you don't have to go out anywhere. You don't have to expose yourself to anything unless you all want to meet on, you know, meet in person and, Mm -hmm. you know, socially distance play D and D, which can honestly happen, you know, if you're careful and if if you're smart enough um, to to say, yep, we're going to take this risk and this, but we're going to take this precaution. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, actually that's what, uh, not to derail, no, go for it. Uh, but this is, we, my group, uh, my group did that a couple weekends ago. We all oh, got cool. COVID tested. Then, like, uh, one person in our group has a family cabin out in Hill Country, and so we all like got tested. All came up negative. Went out there for three or four days and just kind of had a had a blast. That's, that's legit. You see, yeah. that's the type of thing. Like, we like, you know, we and 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 not to derail, but. First off, we should not be scared. Like we should, we should be, we should look at something just like anything in life, right? We got to look yeah. at this. We got to say, okay, what's the situation? 
or what's the sitch as mm-hmm. a tv show <laughs> from when we were children i like that you corrected situation to sitch you're welcome <laughs> i hope the audience gets it and if they uh-huh. don't gg yeah. um but you know we have to look at it and we have to say okay what can i do to protect myself and my loved ones and what do I need to do inward, right? What, right. You know, like for myself, I'll be honest, like I was like, oh, I'm not at a weight that, that would be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Let me get healthier. And especially mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm, it would be selfish of me to let myself go because mm-hmm. I have a wife and, and a family to provide for. So right. I, even though my wife's an independent woman who don't need no man, you know, I, I still, you know, contribute to our, you know, provisions and whatnot. So got to look internally but aside from that if D gives you joy and yeah. is that beneficial i would even say that at least for me D provides some sort of you know mental health exercise where it allows mm-hmm. me to be in contact with people that i care for and love then okay what can i do to you know have that thing well mm-hmm. let me let me be smart about it so you know not to go into that tangent but there are ways in order for you to play and especially now play safe. Um, yeah. So, you know, and, and again, it goes back to like playing online that session zero, again, taking the initiative, especially during this time, mm-hmm. it's actually even more important to take that initiative so that you can get things started. Yeah. I mean, it's, like you were saying, the perfect time to be introspective, not just as people, but as uh, fictional fantasy characters. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is actually, (laughs) this is the perfect time to like look and say, okay, you know, I have this time on my hands. I Mm -hmm. really love D and D. I'm going to play a game. How do I start? Well, Mm -hmm. if you want to start, text your people, say, Hey, anyone want to play D and D? If it's a yes, awesome. If it's a no, then no problem then you keep asking until they give in and say yes mm-hmm. that's, that's, the I think that's what you're trying to say you bully your friends into playing D with you absolutely yeah. because then what happens is that and you have to be you have to be a nice bully about it you have to say oh you don't <laughs> want to okay oh okay, and then what well, happens you send them some, well you send them some dice and some dungeon tape mm-hmm, mm-hmm. see what i did there yeah yeah just saying just shameless plug my friend i mean i'm so bad at marketing so i rely on you for this i appreciate it no problem I got <laughs> um and, and that's the thing you you know you do what you got to do yeah. you, you, heck i mean you can i mean uh, another shameless plug but it's because i i truly believe in the product hmm. uh jason from critical dice has yeah. this um that endless bag of dice mm-hmm. and it's literally like a cup of coffee at starbucks yeah like you could, you and your friends can split that if you mm-hmm. want, if you want to be really cost effective, which that should be another episode, how to be cost effective playing D and D like that. It like you could split that split those dice between you and your friends mm-hmm. and you hop on. But I think at the end of, you know, how do you, how do you get a session zero started is to be, be the one that starts it. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of organizing and um, writing, like putting enough, like I, I think a lot of times when we world build as DMs, especially like in the before times, the world was kind of like a great 
a really cool thing like that we put a blanket over and like mm-hmm. reveal to players as they go through it. And I yep. think DMing now, kind of like what we're talking about the multiple zero sessions, is letting people see more of that world first yeah. and enticing them. Because even even like even though we do play from our homes, it does there's a there's a big disconnection here. So it's not as much fun as like playing with our friends in the same room. For sure. And so you do need to entice players a little bit more. And so that's why I kind of keep think I think that's why I keep leaning towards getting the players in on the world building. Cause that like makes them want to play a little bit more. I like that perspective. Yeah. Cause I know when I, when we were playing in person, like I was also working 50, 60 hours a week and there were a lot of game nights where I was just beat and didn't want to play, but like I did want to hang out with my friends. And so I'd go, but and like, and I think with, uh, with online, it's so much easier just to say, you know what? I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so as a, as a DM, just like, create some world building, show a little bit more to your players, get that, that discord wiki, which is a thing that we might've just invented, which I think Probably. is great. Um, yeah. Um, just remember folks who said it first. Yeah. Yeah. Right here on the bearded nerd podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I'm going to add to that though. I think also, you know, we talked about it. So we talked initiative, we talked world building, like mm-hmm. rather uh, world building and kind of, hooking the players in i think we should also say okay here you know if there's a dungeon master badge or whatever Mm -hmm. here you go yeah yeah pass it around pass it on that a player who wants to dungeon master Mm -hmm. who wants to game master whatever here you go Mm -hmm. take the reins and try it out and then again you know and and it's funny because i feel like this epi- you know this episode you know we were talking about how to start that perfect session zero online mm-hmm. but i feel like it's organically gone into beyond you know to something where it's how do you organize a game online in a proper way and i yeah. love it because at the end of the day like you know maybe the real question is not how do you organize a session zero it's how do you keep players coming back online like coming back yeah. to the game online because we have a lot of competition if you think about it. Netflix, mm-hmm. Hulu, you know, Crunchyroll, mm-hmm. all those things that you can, you know, you spend your t- Disney Plus if you haven't watched The Mandalorian. <laughs> Great. And, but, but again, it's, you have all those things. You also have, wow, you have, I mean, what? The new Assassin's Creed Valhalla mm-hmm. came out, which I was looking at gameplay and I'm like, dang, this is amazing. Yeah. So you have a lot of things to compete against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just getting, um, yeah, I think it's less of a session zero and more of a session momentum. Yeah. How do you keep momentum, that? Yeah. Yep. How do you keep, and I'll probably actually use that as the, mm-hmm. as the tag. Thank you for sure. the episode yeah. name. Oh, of course. Um, you know, how do you keep that session momentum going? Mm-hmm. And I, and I think it's that you have to have, the players invested in the world. Yeah. And I really like your idea of having people still like the players can still be role-playing through the week. Absolutely. I think, yeah. you know, it's, it's really badass when you, when you can play your character, like when it's a really chill environment with mm-hmm. a group of people that say, yeah, you know, tagging this person, you don't mm-hmm. have to respond right now. Yeah. You can respond at your time. 
but okay, you just pulled a 50, 60 hour work week and all you want to do is just watch TV. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to go on my phone, look at Discord, yeah. role play while I'm yeah. having dinner or role play while I'm, you know, watch this show or catch up. Uh-huh. You can do a yeah. lot. I like while you're eating dinner, I'm going to sit down with my wife and my kids and I'm going to stare at my phone and role play being a wizard instead of chit chatting with them. Well, the thing is too, like, <laughs> like my wife and I don't have kids yet, but uh, like, you know, we, I've talked to her about like, Hey, if you want to play a game, mm-hmm. you're more than welcome to. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of folks out there that have, you know, that they play in each other's game or they play, you know, in a campaign together, mm-hmm that's actually something that would be really cool to do as a family. You can yeah. oh, essentially role play with other friends online using discord and maybe your characters are interconnected somehow. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty cool to do. So that would be cool. Y- you know, like there's so hmm. many possibilities and that's a way to kind of bring that momentum, right. To keep that momentum yeah. going is okay. How can I bring people who would not want to play Mm-hmm. to play well create a situation where it is so unique mm-hmm. or even just so comfortable for that player where they can't help but play yeah yeah maybe um yeah you would want to start with i mean coming from like storytelling you want to start with like a hook a problem to be solved and so maybe you just say hey this this town is slowly flooding because like these ice methods up north are like melting a glacier or something. Yeah. How do you fix it? You don't have to like dive into your own character. Just kind of like pose that question and get people thinking about it. Absolutely. And I think what would be really sweet would be having a plot hook that Mm -hmm. you can just say, Hey, here you go. Check this out. Mm -hmm. Discuss amongst yourselves. Yeah. You don't have to have a community of like 10 admins doing all. No, you can just really mm-hmm. just, you could, you could put it out there, let it and let it naturally and organically flow. Yeah. And I, th- and you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier about that, like kind of almost 24 seven role play discussion where mm-hmm. that now opens up a huge portal because yeah, you can talk to your friends whenever Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, let, you know, I know friends of mine that work second and third shift and they're bored out of their mind. Right. So something like this for them would be great because mm-hmm. you're now, if you're East Coast working second or third shift, you could talk to friends across, you know, the US or even mm-hmm. the world who are up and awake and they're, you know, doing things. Yeah. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's really just been about, about the appropriate amount of time for everyone to get used to playing uh, in-person D&D on the computer. And mm-hmm. I think we are starting to reassess like our style of play and how the game is set up because it's in a whole different medium that lets us do all this other stuff. So yeah, I, I think people are kind of just now beginning to really be open to stuff like this. Yeah. And I think it's something that a lot of folks from from a more traditional, mm-hmm. let's say, style of DMing mm-hmm. and playing have kind of said, well, we weren't ready for this or prepared for this, mm-hmm. or we weren't expecting to use technology, mm-hmm. right? You right. Know, we weren't expecting to do that thing. So how do we adjust? 
Mm-hmm. And I think that would, you know, that kind of learn leans into, well, how do you just for those things? How do you respond versus react? I mean, it's something mm-hmm. that in life we need to know, but from a gaming perspective, it's kind of like, well, what can you utilize that you have freely available to you? Yeah. The, the technology gives us the tool of kind of constant communication that's yeah. like logged. Yeah. And so yes. the, you, thank you. Logged you're basically communication. Yeah. So basically you're decoupling the game and the role play from like the Wednesday night at 7 PM, even yeah. though maybe that's where the big decisions are. And that's like when everyone sits down as a group and the DM, the, the group says, all right, now we're going to rush this goblins. But for the week before they've been talking about like, which way do we go in? Or do we disguise ourselves as goblins? I don't know. I like that. I, I, I don't think I completely, I, I don't think I've completely grasped the, the end like benefits of it, but I really like the decentralization of, of the D and D group. Yeah. And, and, you know, you mentioned, and you mentioned this, and I think it's, it, it should be, we should talk about it a little bit mm-hmm. more, right? The decentralization of that D and D group that kind of gives you a little bit more freedom. Mm-hmm. It gives you more freedom to say, Hey, we can play quite literally whenever. Yeah. We don't have to be stuck to this, you know, nine to five type game Mm -hmm. where it's like okay from like you mentioned seven to nine wednesdays or fridays Mm -hmm. you know we play we play for this amount of time and then we're done and we drop it we leave it we go from there Mm -hmm. like no now you can say hey who's available oh yeah yeah, i'm available all right let's play and that actually probably goes a long way of um a long way for i know some players really like like they love playing a ton and maybe some players don't want to play as much. And so mm-hmm. it really, you're no player is an anchor like to the group and no player is like trying to make the group do too much. Like you kind of get out of it, what you put in. Like you have a nice perfect does. flow. Yeah. Yeah. Like if one player doesn't have much time, like a week or two, like maybe they are super busy with work. They're like they're not holding anyone else back. Yeah, absolutely. Cause the other player, they can still play like as much as they want. And maybe that guy or that person just like pops in now and then. Yeah. You, I mean, it could be some, it could be, and I, and I think this is something that a lot of people let's, you know, if you think about it, mm-hmm. you know, maybe 10 to 30% of people do already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, throughout the world that are playing tabletop games mm-hmm. that they have that you can jump in or jump out, but you play whenever versus I think the majority of people that have that, well, I want to play more. Mm-hmm. And then now I have to find a group that wants to play more. And oh my gosh, I have to find a group that sucks. Like right. I have to go through this thing. And, and, and especially like if you're like me, I used to go to the, my local game store to find people who wanted to play more. Yeah. And now it's like, well, I can kind of do that on the internet. Yeah, now you just sift through all the roll twenty groups just to see if anyone fits. Yeah, and even then, it's uh, kind of like okay, you could still do, you could still have a lot of fun doing that, I guess. I mean, if that's your thing, but there, I feel like there, it would be really hard. I do too. I, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I have nothing against roll twenty, but I find that 
a little bit more difficult because mm-hmm. it's just it it's just painful to be mm-hmm. honest with you it's painfully frustrating to find people that I kind of need to know who they are and what they think and what they do versus mm-hmm. just oh I'm just going to find this random person on the internet that like even via Instagram I've met a lot of wonderful people within the community but I've built that relationship through Instagram, through mm-hmm. that community where I've met folks, you know, I've talked to people, I've yeah. you know, played with a lot of people and it just seems a little bit more organic versus like roll 20. Yeah. Especially because once you start a campaign with them, like you're kind of committing to a lot, like a month of sessions. Absolutely. And it's like, there should, yeah. there should be like a speed dating app for roll 20. I'm working just on like, that. okay, cool. I'm working just on like that. a, a series of like 30 minute, uh, like one offs. I'm actually working on an app, uh, very similar to like mm-hmm. Tinder, but for like, gamers. nice, just, it, it just, it's something that I thought, well, we have a lot of clunkiness mm-hmm. and we just need to remove the clunky and say, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to mm-hmm. play one to three times, three to five or five mm-hmm. plus times, you know, a week or a month or whatever. Yeah. And then just kind of do that because a lot of people don't, some people have Instagram, some people check it. Some people don't mm-hmm. just like Facebook. I don't check Facebook. Um, no. I barely even, I post things on Facebook to share with the Facebook community, but I post more on Instagram. So, yeah. you know, how cool would it be to have an app that literally says, okay, this person doesn't matter where they're lo- It's not location based. Mm-hmm. You can make it location based, but you know, here's this thing that I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get, you know, with players and mm-hmm. instead of like Craigslist, that's a little creepy, right. um, you know, this could be verified and we can kind of say, Hey, these are the things you need to do in order to even, you know, have a session. So right. yeah, we're, I'm working on that here. Um, just cause I, I really feel it's a huge need. Yeah. I, I agree. I would, uh, I would suggest some sort of like a mini campaign you could post to people on your, on your Tinder app mm-hmm. just to see if like you like role play well together. Yeah, absolutely. Like as a group, like, cool. I've got like these five people that might be kind of cool. And like, we all like are in this group chat and then maybe you could just have like some sort of simple, like ogre walks into the room and just let you guys deal with the problem. And yeah. that would, that would be a good way of seeing if they're like flows with the group or if not, and if not, like maybe you just leave and you just kind of generic, no hard feelings sort of thing. Absolutely. It's kind of like, Hey, you know what? I want to see how I, as the kids say nowadays, mm-hmm. I want to see how I vibe with this person. Right. Um, be, and that's yeah, really cool. If there was like a fantasy bar called uh, like the red herring that you could go to, to test out like your, your group. I mean, listen, you're, you're just feeding more ideas. So let's, we should, <laughs> we should work on this together. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that session momentum, especially during COVID, because again, we're going to get back. There might, the, the new normal may be different, mm-hmm. but we will be back together in person. Oh yeah. We, we cannot afford as human beings, no matter what your beliefs are, we cannot afford to not be in community with one another. Right. Not only from a monetary, but from a, you know, physiological, 
from a emotional, mental, spiritual, whatever mm. you want to say, but we humans are meant to be in community with one another. We're, we're social creatures. For Absolutely. Sure. So we are, you know, we're going to be back in person with one another. Now, mm. I don't know what that will look like. That's, that's a, that's another topic for another episode, but I really feel that we as community folks and, you know, um, really members of the kind of online D&D community mm-hmm. need to find ways to kind of stir the, that momentum. We need, mm-hmm. you know, we've been given that opportunity. Now we have to say, okay, how can we make this into something that will, you know, push my players that, okay, let's say we play online and then we finally meet in person. Mm-hmm. And kind of like what you said, where there's, you know, you had that kind of like cabin type house and everyone mm-hmm. was able to meet. Yeah. That can happen. You, that, that can be the end result where you do meet mm-hmm. in person. Uh, so, so you would want some sort of location on your, uh, your Tinder D&D. Correct. As like an option, like not like a, specifically like a, location, but like, yeah, nothing that it would reveal the privacy of the individual, but right. you know, it could be something where you could maybe say, if you're local, click this so that only it pairs you with folks that are local to your area. So for, yeah. let's say, you know, cause you're, you're in Austin, correct? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like if you use the app, you could say, okay, this is, you know, I only want to play with folks locally. Yeah. Okay. So you click that option and yet, yes, you get to role play and you get to do all those things, but it's a meetup. If you don't mm-hmm. care about meeting in person, all right, you just go through the normal process. It's kind of like yeah. a flow chart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of options, but kind of recap, like you have to take initiative. You have to allow your players to also be involved in the game. Yeah. Through some role, you know, whether it's role play, world building, lore writing, mm-hmm. um, whatever it may be. But now there's a time that you have to, you almost have to double your efforts. You have to double your effort for nailing people or like nailing the schedule down and communication. Yep. Like communication is just harder. I think that's what it is. You have oh, to double your effort for yep. communicating and helping others even, communicate. Yep. No, yeah. you, you hit the nail on the head. I would even almost say like if someone said, okay, like how do I do that? Over communicate then. Mm-hmm. I would say take the time to over communicate. Yeah. Like it might, you know, even put a disclaimer, Hey, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to over communicate right now. Yeah. I'm going to be very, I'm going to be very, um, very detailed in the manner of how I'm speaking, what I'm asking for. And, you know, even have like, you know, pin a comment on discord and say, okay, mm-hmm. these are my times of availability. This is what we're playing, you know, kind of go back and reiterate. Like mm-hmm. if you would, Heck, I mean, a lot of times, like what I've learned in, you know, in school and in, uh, in work is to say, okay, like everything we just met about, mm-hmm. let me reiterate, we're doing mm-hmm. this, 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 and that. So in, in our case, right, if, if we had to kind of sum up everything, it mm-hmm. would be, you know, take the initiative. DMs out yep. there say, hey, this is the time we're meeting. This is the type of game we're playing. These are the rules that we've established you know, these are the characters that's, you know, multiple session zeros and 
players, hey, you're playing this, 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 and that. You're doing these things. This is your role or this is your class. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, multiple session zeros. And we're doing this online and we're doing this in this environment. Okay, awesome. Now, players, you need to be invested in the world. So I want to give you this thing. Mm-hmm. I want to give you the ability to um, really just go and dive deep into the world. Mm -hmm. Take that plunge, you know, whatever that may be. So that's number two is give your players that responsibility. Yeah. Give them that. And it's not responsibility like, you know, superior, inferior. It's no, give them that responsibility of feeling tied to the world. Yeah. There's in, um, in architecture and urban planning, there's, and I'm sure this term extends to other fields as well, but it's called social ownership. Okay. It's like we're like if, uh, for instance, like if you have a city park that has a mural wall that like uh, people from the neighborhood can like go paint on, then people are more invested in that park because they have some social ownership of it. Yep. And it's kind of the same theory. Yeah. You, you hand off some of the responsibility or some of the, uh, I don't know, you let them put themselves in the world and then they're tied to it. Absolutely. And, yeah. and, you know, and, and I would probably say the last thing that you need to do is, you know, over communicate. Mm-hmm. Well, throughout you have to over communicate, but in this case, you have to almost say, okay, like w- keep the momentum going by getting involved mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like getting involved. And, and I, I say this message to both players and, you know, DMS mm-hmm. as a player, get involved. Get involved in your world. Talk to your DM and say, hey, listen, this is what I want to do. And you mentioned it earlier, you know, give them that task of Mm -hmm. writing a city or a faction or something besides their character Mm -hmm. so that not only do they get involved through lore building and writing, but they get involved from like an admin perspective. Yeah. Right. Because technically now you can have as many players as you want. You can actually say like, let's say you start playing in my game. And you say, hey, can I invite some friends? Okay, sure, cool. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, now it's growing and growing and growing. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I think the easiest thing is to pick the technology, right? It's to pick those, all right, what are we going to use? Discord. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, how do we want to, um, you know, how do we want to, like, save this thing? Mm-hmm. Um, well, we can use Zoom. So things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. We, we would have It'd be interesting to go through the like the the major technologies that people use, like Roll Twenty, Zoom, Discord, and then list like their benefits, like the benefits of each one, and what type of play and game style that each one lends itself to. Because I bet they'd all be very different. Absolutely, I think Discord. I mean, personally, I think Discord would be the best for role playing and for logging communication, for also logging lore and history yeah so kind of like what you said about having a wiki well you can Mm -hmm. pin your messages Mm -hmm. and keep them there so for example in my discord um one of the kind of i guess like quasi like servers or sub servers underneath Mm -hmm. is or rather i think it's channel but anyway server yeah like i'm saying like this is the world of acopia this Mm -hmm. is what to expect this is the city within, you know, the continent mm-hmm. of Ecopia, blah, 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 you know, and just go from there. So I can pin those messages and whoever enters, they can read it. Mm-hmm. They can say, cool, I like that. 
And then they can start, you know, role-playing from there and they can say, oh, this tavern does X, Y, Z. And again, shout out to Ray from Got DM. Mm-hmm. He does that in his, he, you know, and he's been a guest multiple times where he's talked about it. He runs start logging stuff. in at 5 a.m. every day and just put Farmer Joshua plows his field. Hey, you know, but that's the thing. That's what, mm-hmm. there's going to be someone who says, I go, I'm going to go talk to Farmer John. Uh-huh. And there you go. And that's what happens. So, mm-hmm. I'm into no, there's it. a there's a lot of possibilities. I, I again, I personally like Discord for this. I think Zoom is going to be really great for recording your sessions. You can record them, and mm-hmm. if you want to post them or stream them, awesome. Yeah. I don't know about the quality, net, you know, per se. I know that there's other technologies out there, um, and there's a bunch of them but i I haven't used twitch before do you think it would be similar sorry to interrupt but no 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 you're fine you think it's kind of along the same lines i think twitch so twitch would be really good for broadcasting that stream Mm -hmm. um i know that i've used um i'm starting to to stream my world building process on on twitch so i think it worked that process is really good for that mm-hmm. um but and i'm i'm new to twitch as well so mm-hmm. i'm kind of learning how to stream with multiple people and all this other good stuff but i've used other you know we've kind of used other applications mm-hmm. to then stream that on twitch mm-hmm. um so we're kind of using another app and using just twitch to broadcast it, to stream it so gotcha I think, and it depends too that then, you know, if, what is your goal? Do you want to just play D and D or do you want to mm-hmm. stream it? Cause if yeah. you want to stream it professionally, well, it's almost like, and actually that's, and that's, that's another mm-hmm. episode that I had a while back, you know, to stream or not to stream. That's kind of mm-hmm. the question you got to ask yourself, which if you do want to great, that this is the time to do it. You can do it online. You don't have mm-hmm. to have a studio to do it. Like, right. This and I mean, on the contrary, for anyone that's listening, like Critical Role's great, you know, the chain, Matt Colville's the chain's great, but I think Critical Role just started back up. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, the chain took a break, you know, with COVID and whatnot, and there are other streams that are kind of continuing on, but from a business perspective, let's just say if you want to be competitive and you want to stream, start the stream. Yeah. Because now you the competition, you kind of open the door to compete. Yeah. You might have a really great stream or you might have a really great game that's worthy of streaming and that's going to get really good attention. And now's the time to do it. And there's the technology to do it. Yeah. Especially if you can name your stream like critical role, maybe mm. you'll just pick up a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of traffic that way. That's a fantastic yeah. idea. Uh, with with America's favorite DM, uh, Matt Burser. Yep. Yeah. I I do not see any legal charges or any. Definitely not. No, no. <laughs> not even defamation, copyright no. infringement. No. None of the above. No, I think you're safe. Go and for I it. Think, I think if you say big oof, then you're <laughs> kind of like protected legally. I, I think, uh, yeah, you're protected under the big oof bubble. Mm-hmm. I think yep. if you put an asterisk that says I do not own any of these things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. But don't take legal advice from me because I'm not an attorney. Yeah, or me. And I'm, I, do, I will not be held liable because yeah. I just said as a disclaimer, we're not mm-hmm. attorneys. This is I can definitely see humor. 
I can definitely see Sam Regal dressing up as a lawyer and coming after you. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I would then be like, I would just pull that reverse Uno card. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I need they, to keep one of those in my wallet just to, just in case. Some people keep credit cards. Some people keep money, yeah. their license. Nope. I keep no. a bit, uh, a reverse Uno card yep. for that moment. In case you moment. ever get pulled over. Be like, yep. Can I see, can I see license registration? Actually, officer, let me see yours. They'll be like, oh, <laughs> you've activated my trap card. <laughs> so, yeah, folks, you know, that it's, it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Technology is there for us. Technology should work for us, not against us. Mm-hmm. And this is the time. And again, I don't want to sound pessimistic, but this is the time to do it. There's literally no excuse. But if, if you are having that difficulty with mm-hmm. that momentum, like do those things. Yeah. And, and, and again, let it be from the heart. Yeah. Be, don't be introspective it. and like really search within like uh, your own heart and mind and see why it's not working or why it is working and lean into those strengths. That's, yep. that's your, that's your, uh, your subconscious telling you something. Yeah. And don't forget to rely on your players too. like have them involved in this because at the end of the day, like your players are completely just, they just want to play a game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there is that line of saying, okay, yes, you're taking the initiative, but then Mm -hmm. you're also being almost over. um, What's the word? What would be the appropriate word? Like you're almost being zealous about it. Yeah. You don't want to be zealous or railroady. Absolutely. Maybe so, a, maybe an anonymous Google f- uh, survey is is what you need after after every few sessions. Which is, I absolutely recommend that, man. That's yeah. that's a great. That's you know, again, technology. If if that's if you say after a session, hey, how did you like the session? Mm-hmm. You could have an anonymous survey and ask them every yeah. couple of sessions, hey, what did you like about this? What do you want mm-hmm. me to improve? so on and so forth. Yeah. So a lot of cool things you can do from there, but yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on. Um, and I appreciate you talking about it. Do you have any updates on dungeon tape or anything that you want folks to know, especially with the holidays coming up soon? Um, yeah, a couple updates on dungeon tape. One, as far as uh, products are concerned, I'm starting to do, I'm going to do quarterly releases of new tapes. Sweet. And because right now I've got the buildings or the basics pack and the wilderness add-on, which gives mm-hmm. you like three different types of walls, some stairs, some tape that looks like wood planks so you can make tables and shelves and stuff. Nice. That's all in the basics pack that it'll get you like any building, any dungeon that you ever want to make. Um, and then the wilderness add-on has some coastlines some trails and like some wooden bridges for like okay. some cool stuff outside there. And that's pretty much, that's like the, that's the that's the basics kit like that'll help out any dm like make maps like cool custom maps quickly and quick and easy sweet but uh but i do want to start doing some more fun like maybe more niche style maps and so i'm thinking my first quarterly release will be a a planar maps or planar tapes so i'll actually have some that's like wall that looks like molten lava you know, for like the fire plane and like maybe some like air, like cloud style walls Mm -hmm. and uh, like mud for earth and they'll like be fully color rendered and like kind of cool like that. I like that idea, man. Yeah. And I haven't decided if I'm going to make them limited releases or just like kind of keep adding to the dungeon tape menu, Hmm. but uh, I'll kind of just kind of suss that out as we go. 
You should do a subscription base. I've thought about it. Um, and then just randomize it. Just be like, yeah. you know, hey, you got this. Or maybe even kind of like what um, a couple of them do where it's like, hey, you can pick these. Because, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, I like to collect. Mm-hmm. And then what I like to do is I like, you know, I kind of live by the two is one and one is none. Mm-hmm. So I like yeah. to have multiples sure. of things, whether it's minis or dice mm-hmm. or whatever. So that way it's like, Oh, I forgot that I'm playing or mm-hmm. I'm, I forgot to like really prepare for this. Cause just time took it over. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, I forgot to do this. Oh, I have another role. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Boom. I can just yeah. set up what I want to set up or, Oh, Hey, my game store, I'm going to leave this here at my game store because they're cool people. I have a relationship with Uh them and they can, you know, use it for whatever and go from there. Yeah. Cause you know, you got a backup. Exactly. Yeah. Um, No, that's good. Maybe I will start doing a subscription where then you can, maybe if you subscribe, then you can pick what tapes you want in a box. Yeah. And you can, they, they can customize their own box. Yeah. I think that's what it would be. I like that. Um, so that's one big update for Dungeon Tape. Another one is uh, more of just less of the products and more of the service of Dungeon Tape. So mm-hmm. I'm going to start a video series called Dungeon Sketches, oh, where you just kind of follow along with me and my sketchbook. And I'm just like making little towns, kind of general overview of map making. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the stuff you and I talked about last time of just world building and making um, like a small town have like an approachable defining element to it. Yep. To where like, oh, this is the town that always floods and which is why it's up on stilts. Yeah. Like just kind of something like that. And uh, general map making theory that I've put together both from my time doing architecture and kind of like studying urban planning, mm-hmm. but also my time from being a kid when I was like making maps for Counter-Strike and like playtesting yeah. stuff on uh, Team Fortress Classic mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So kind of tying all of that. Um, you should stream it. Uh, maybe I will. I, I, I would vid- love. I would watch it. it. Okay, cool. I would watch oh. it because the cool thing about streaming is like people can see it raw. They can mm-hmm. see you going. You know how you know you. They could see you making mm-hmm. the pizza, so to speak. Right. And see you making the. You know, baking the cake. And then I guess the only thing to figure out is if I want to stream it on Twitch, YouTube, or OnlyFans. Mm. See, the thing <laughs> is, I, see, uh-huh. I would stream it on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And then you can have, you know, video on demand on Twitch and on YouTube, mm-hmm. but then your only fans can be you kind of drawing these maps and you mm-hmm. can just, I don't know. I don't know what, I really don't know what only fans does. I would actually create an only fans that only displays fans. So like ceiling sure. fans, yeah. desk just fans. Live videos of different fans. Yep. Yeah. I'm absolutely. super into that. I like that Listen, a lot. I'm just saying like, <laughs> You know, or what uh-huh. I would do is even, you know, speaking about the reverse Uno card, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I would just have reverse Uno cards. And now they have to show Ooh. ceiling fans and yeah. their fans. Yeah. I want to know about the AC units that they have. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. Well, you want to learn more about your fans. Exactly. So, <laughs> so instead of them learning more about me, I learned mm-hmm. more about them. No, that's great. I'm and then it, it can be considered a date. Uh-huh. Yep. Just saying. Um, I gave you session momentum and you gave me this OnlyFans idea. I like <laughs> exactly. it a lot. 
Exactly. <laughs> this is what organic conversations look yeah. like, folks. Powered um, by espresso and love of D&D. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. But one more thing I do want to say before we log off is this project that I had mentioned to you earlier that I'm going to take more public uh, here in the next few weeks, but I kind of want to alert you and other people about it because I feel like it might be around the time of the release of this podcast. Okay. Is I am starting a nonprofit that I will be doing a Kickstarter to raise some funding for. Awesome. And I'm calling it Death and Dice. And I so like it. essentially what it, what it does, the nonprofit it facilitates gamers like us being able to donate used um, RPG dice and miniatures to uh, schools or individuals or organizations that then use them to teach kids with. Ooh, I like that. And I'm also looking into trying to get them into uh, organizations that teach or that use them in uh, prisons and jails for incarcerated people. I know there's a big need for D for used like D and D books in those situations, uh-huh. but getting dice and miniatures in those places is a little like a little more tricky. Yeah, that might that might be a little bit mm-hmm. that might be contraband, just depending yeah. on what. Because I mean, things happen. Let's be honest, right. and but, uh, you also don't want to cause someone jealousy that could put them in harm's way. Exactly, because they're getting this time to play a game. Yeah. Um, and that's where maybe, I mean, we could even use foam dice. Mm-hmm. Um, we could, there's, there's a bunch of things, but I like that idea yeah. a lot, man. Yeah. And so that's the goal of the company. And the company itself is a little bit silly. And so I'm building it as like a fantasy funeral service for your old characters. And so when you donate your old character minis, like maybe your character died or it's just an old campaign and like you've been holding on to these minis for out of sentiment, mm-hmm. you know, whether they're your character or like the bad guy or like whatever. Yep. Um, whenever you donate them, our our death clerics will ensure that their souls go to the proper like gods and realms that they want mm-hmm. to, and then in exchange for your donation, you get like a little memorial placard that says like uh, this soul has been passed on with a photo of your mini and like a little like memorial setting. That's awesome. And you also have the option of I'm working with an amazing artist, uh, Rasa Morrison, and um, we're going, we're designing like a big, like kind of creepy, like graveyard. And it'll look like your a photo of your mini is up on top. And then you can order that design on like a t-shirt or a hoodie or like notebook. And then that'll help fund uh, getting more, uh, the funds that you buy that stuff with will go mm-hmm. to one paying the artist, but also to maybe like buying more toys and stuff for kids. Maybe that money goes to purchasing books for incarcerated persons. Yeah, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I would love it, to help out. Yeah, but so essentially, and then dice, we also have dice clerics on staff who can mm-hmm. remove any curses and hexes from the dice before nice. giving them to kids. Cause yeah, you, you don't want to, that, that uh, dice that just rolls natty ones, fatty You natty don't want to pass that curse on to children. That's, no. that's bad karma. It is. And so, it, so yeah, with this death and dice uh, nonprofit, I'm really hoping to help gamers like us get like, one, minimize like their storage units and two, like help some other people out. And I hope by adding like a little bit of silliness and fantasy into reality that people might have connected to their dice and their minis. I also, I really like this idea, man. Thank you. That's fantastic. And folks, you know, who are interested in helping out, 
um, I would probably say just go out to Dungeon Tape um Mm -hmm. and and communicate with you probably a dm would be really good on instagram so make sure to follow um follow dungeon tape on instagram and again if you're interested in that idea if you're a dice maker or if you're a miniature maker and you have excess minis that maybe you were just you were thinking of selling or not selling Mm -hmm. or whatever get in contact that would be awesome and for the folks listening that have a huge collection and you're like man i have this mini here mm-hmm. and it's been collecting dust still in the package yeah. especially with as many wonderful like mini makers and dice makers are out there now yep like it's so easy just to keep collecting these dice like absolutely make a little room get rid of the old ones yeah absolutely uh, yeah so yeah if you're any of those people get a hold of me my name is joshua you can hit me up at dungeon tape on instagram would be best um, I'll be posting a lot of information on Death and Dice as it comes out. But also, if you're someone in the community, much like uh, Brian here, maybe you have a significant other or a friend who would be interested in receiving some of these donations mm-hmm. and helping kids with them, like, let me know. I'm, I'm talking to some people in the school district here in Austin. I've contacted but haven't heard back from uh, some other school districts around the country. I'm trying to build up those connections now. So... So if you know of anybody, yeah, also hit me up um, if you would like to receive the donations. I should be having my website up by the time this comes out with some forms and stuff on there too, but that information will be on Dungeon Tape. There you go. Well, folks, you know what to do. Dude, I appreciate you um, being you. on. Um, I always love having you on the show. We have really good discussions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whether it's powered by coffee or not, we still have great <laughs> conversation. We need to do a late night cocktail. Uh, cocktail powered conversation to see how it differs i would like that because depending on the cocktail Mm -hmm. i either have very deep philosophical conversation Mm -hmm. or i have very deep emotional conversation well we'll just uh are they based like uh like whiskey to tequila correct okay yeah we'll we'll maybe we'll just roll a dice to see what liquor we're gonna do Okay. Um, that's fine. And what I'll probably do is while mm-hmm. I do that, I'll smoke a cigar like yep. I normally do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, basically I'll just let people know that I'm truly a dwarf, a mountain dwarf. <laughs> and uh-huh. while I smoke my cigar and drink, we'll talk. I think, I think that'll work. I'm just a halfling. I just drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should stream that. Have a lot. Uh, episode drunks and dungeons hey you know what that's fine with me man <laughs> and we I'm can in, just tell uh, folks that it's just apple juice yeah exactly they don't have uh, no i appreciate you having me on as well I, I really enjoy coming on and chatting with you absolutely man you're always welcome and folks thank you for listening i appreciate it please make sure to one follow dungeon tape on instagram check the website out as well and mm-hmm. just stay tuned to those updates and how you can help out um, with this nonprofit. Also make sure to leave a five-star review on the podcast. It really does help not only build um, the viewership, but it also helps folks in the community grow. So mm-hmm. content creators like myself, when you leave a five-star review, it actually boosts the tabletop gaming genre on like Apple podcast, Google, Spotify. So therefore more of these podcasts and shows um, have exposure. So when you leave that five-star review, you're not only helping me grow, but the community grow. Be sure to like and subscribe to this. 
And as always, folks, love one another, be patient with one another during these trying times. It's really a necessity. Um, and just be compassionate. But as always, folks, keep gaming. Thank you.